Hi, Total Party Kill podcast listeners. Uh, Tony Sindelar here just to let you know about some recent happenings. I don't know about you, but I have been spending a lot of time inside, and what I've been doing with that inside time is also playing a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, this summer and fall, I ran 10 short adventures with Total Party Kill regulars like Dan Moore and Aline Sims, Eric Ensign, Monty Ashley, and so on. Uh, but also, we brought along a bunch of Total Party Kill newcomers, names you might know from some other incomparable podcasts, folks like Lisa Smizer, Guy English, Liz Miles, Tiff Arment, and many more. We tricked them into playing Dungeons & Dragons with us. Right now, these adventures are only available to incomparable members. There's over 50 hours of Dungeons & Dragons shenanigans, so if you need more D&D podcast content in your life and you haven't already signed up to be an incomparable member, maybe now is the time. Theincomparable.com slash members. Check it out. You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 286, posted March 2021. Dancing with Corpses. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a dungeon master. It is... Tuesday night here on the internet, probably not wherever you're listening to it, unless you're listening right now. I mean, you're, you are listening right now, inherently. There's a, this this introduction <laughs> poses more questions than wow. answers. Let us move on. Uh, tonight, we are playing Curse of Shod. That's right. The Dog and Pony Show is back in Barovia, specifically the drowned city of Berez. Uh, we are about to join them mid-combat in Berez. They're mixing it up with some... You know, corpses full of snakes, some scarecrows, maybe a giant creeping hut, your your usual stuff. Allow me to introduce them in turn order and just checking where did I pause things in the initiative order last time? Huh. Is this right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. People started right. coming into the initiative order, so it started to get a little more. Gotcha. So probably it looks like I did not end us in the middle of a round. Erica, look forward to editing this out. Uh, I did not end us in the middle of a round, but probably I ended it after all the player characters in the round had gone, or in a chunk of you had gone. All right. It's all good. Uh, so our players joining us today. First up, it is our intrepid editor and friend, Erica Ensign. I have to be intrepid to be able to edit this. It is true. I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin, and also Brildish's uh, lovely steed, Pony Sindelarant. Uh, I have reached the point where that doesn't confuse my brain when I hear that anymore. So. Oh, darn. Nice. I have to pick another uh. disturbing name. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the psychological warfare that is Dungeons and Dragons with your friends. Uh, next up, <laughs> it's our intrepid Aline, Aline Sims. Hello, I put the dog in the dog and pony show with Androdite and her person, Imra Soliana, the wood elf ranger. Also joining us are intrepid Jane, Jane Ritt. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I play Lena Dulina, the human rogue. Also, also joining us are intrepid Dan, Dan Warren. <laughs> the most intrepid of Dan's. Thank you. I play Cast in Onatar's Crucible, a warforged cleric. And finally, everybody's favorite and most intrepid of Micahs, Micah Sargent. 
Hello, I play Elevor, Elevor Landman, the half-elf druid, as well as his trusty, not steed, but good old buddy and pal, it's Samus, the saber-toothed tiger. All right, so we are in the middle of a battle in Berez, which is always great because I totally forget what we're doing. Um, you have uncovered a sun sword from a, uh, beneath a statue in a kind of soupy, uh, half-flooded graveyard in the drowned city of Berez. Uh, that attracted the attention of some, you know, is zombies? Is that, a, is that an unfair term? To, the Walking Dead. Uh, they converged on you. They were relatively easy to cut down, but surprise, they all seem to have a swarm of snakes inside them. Uh, so you dealt with that for a little while. Several of you are still in the... Um, graveyard outside the ruins of a church some of you have uh retreated into the ruins of the church uh several scarecrows which you know are servants of one baba lazaga have uh seen what's going on and are headed in your direction and kind of crashing out of a, a thicket of trees is baba lazaga's creeping hut it is a hut built up top basically halfway up a tree and the tree is moving about causing a mess. It's kind of an ambling four-legged plant monster slash house. You know? Location, location, location. And location, location, location is really variable if your house can go anywhere. And yet you chose to keep your house here in Borez. Interesting. Um, Alright. So, in our initiative order, I believe that first up is our uh, they are labeled in the initiative order Distended Corpse. So, which um, I I believe uh, didn't didn't Elevor talk to a bunch? I should have listened to this. No, the snakes <laughs> went away. He made the snakes several, go away. Several snakes, yeah. snakes, several snakes stood down and retreated. Um, mm -hmm. However, there are uh, there are several corpses that are still out there, and specifically, I think at this point, um, you enough of you have retreated. Uh, Aragal, your Vistani assassin uh friend has kind of held his ground here in the church uh churchyard uh buying you time and a trio of of zombies just converge on him atreyu <laughs> <laughs> so uh shane why don't you get yep. uh, aragal's armor class handy here just gonna roll three attacks real quick we have established the commoners are not the most threatening uh, the best I did was a 16 and several numbers lower than 16. So 16 will hit, the others won't. All right. One of the commoners just slugs Aragal on the side of the head. He's dodging and weaving and shoving them around. Uh, but he takes a hit uh, to the head. Um, he will take uh, three bludgeoning damage. Oh, I was worried. They're, remember, they're just unarmed <laughs> They're not bad corpses. as long as they don't get Yeah, yeah it, is their, it is their precious cargo. That is the real danger. Should we just so, have Aragal like dance board. around and distract them? Like keep him out of the fight? It's it's yeah, not it is it is in fact his turn. Argal, as you'll remember, is Don't a kill him. deadly Vistani <laughs> assassin trained in the arts of assassination, at least halfway. Halfway trained in the arts of assassination. Tell him to do that, but the opposite. Um, Aragal. I will even mention, I will be kind to you as a dungeon master. Uh -oh. uh, is that uh oh because my internet is bad or because of the words i'm saying it's the words you're it. saying oh 
Nice. Um, you know, some a player character in another adventure I ran uh, on Saturday because I, I can't go more than three days in a, without running Dungeons and Dragons. My veins start to kind of burn with fire. Uh, he he did something that no one in all of the fifth edition games I've ever run has done, Help? which is he took the dodge dodge action. action. Yeah, that oh. was amazing. I, I was the, Help dodge would be a close second. Am I guessing? Yeah, I've never seen anyone bother to do that. So you ever the seen dodge anyone? action players <laughs> or listeners, the dodge action, basically you, as you take, as your action, I'm going to be evasive and people attacking you are do so at disadvantage. So you ever seen anyone cast fog in a small room full of creatures with blind sight? Let me tell <laughs> I you, have, I have spoilers now. for last Saturday. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was a real murder. Literally field. the funniest uh, thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, consider my thunder stolen, Tony. Oh. Aragal is going to take the dodge action. Okay. Twice in one week. You know. Must be something in the water and not just the distended corpses. Yep. I'm going to put a little icon on him that's like he's got winged feet. That represents dodge in roll 20 as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um. Uh, Aragal knows many dances and Mm -hmm. truly rhythmically he... (laughs) Leads them on a merry, mostly stationary chase. <laughs> All right. Hopefully what I'm doing right now will not show up in gift form on the internet later. Um, Thomas, you are next. Thomas, do you want to chow down on some uh, snake corpse? Is that what you like? Huh? A huh, girl? Snake corpse? Wow, wow, wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Thomas is fast. So I think Thomas will sprint uh, and attack. Don't, don't do no? it. Why not? Well, what because then they turn into a swarm of snakes, which could actually kill somebody. Whereas these things are not dangerous at all. That's why. That's why Aragal took the dodge action, so he wouldn't actually. Wait. So we're not doing the thing out. that I was going to do before, because I still speak. Elvor is still speaking snake, and the whole idea was to get you, them out of the. You want to spin it that's like true. we're like f- like saving them from a life imprisoned in, in distended corpses. Mm-hmm. Be free, just free away from yeah. here. The, no the one talks thing about, about that, the uh, the corpse to prison pipeline. <laughs> the tricky thing about that is that they go in between you mm. and Samus, and we also now have a creeping hut involved. Yeah, so. I think yeah, the creeping hut's coming. So I think Samus is going to return to. Um, There's also a trio from the south. You have a a trio of scarecrows. Headed in the direction of the church. Yeah. From the Thomas southeast, a giant them. creeping hut. Also, yeah, I, forgot, I heard, forgot about the scarecrows. And you um, have heard Baba Lazaga's uh, menacing laughter cackling away <sighs> in the night. You've got all I kinds think, of things to be afraid of, is what I'm saying. Is this token that's by Imra to the, the, the distended corpse to the left of Imra? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, get those out of the way. Yeah, please. All right, so Samus will stand here and then ready an action. Okay. Uh, Samus would like to um, basically bite or claw. Um, well, actually, I guess I, guess I have to choose. You're going to specify. Uh, yeah. Samus would like to claw a uh, scarecrow as soon as it is in range. And this is right. a melee range. So Seems likely that will happen uh, soon. All right. All right. And that's all for Samus. Broldish, you are within the hollowed grounds of this former church. It's really basically just a, you know, the, the, there has not been a roof to the structure in 
decades. Uh, but there's a, a there's you know a lot of stone and uh, there's kind of a you know the, the remains of a wall around the perimeter of the structure. So it did seem like a convenient place to take cover from. And it seems like if you're mm-hmm. a corpse full of snakes, you're gonna have a hard time climbing in after you. Yeah, I mean the original to... plan was that these would all get uh, uh, turned undeaded, turned mm. undead, whatever. I, uh, it was I a great plan. plan. It was a very good plan. Uh, the role. Yeah, let's agree that it was with... a plan. Was, I think it, it was a good plan. It arguably worked a little too well. Uh, Let I, us not relitigate the plan. Uh, regardless, it didn't do what we expected it to do. Brildish uh, walked away in hopes that all of the uh, bad guys would sort of scamper off. That didn't happen. So I think now Pony Cindelart is going to uh, trot over to Brildish. She's going to mount Pony, and they <gasps> together are going to head out of this church because I don't I don't like Imra being on the front lines. Uh, I don't like Crucible. Fourth. I don't like Crucible being there all by himself. So <clears throat> so yeah, Brildish is going to uh fight from the back of Pony and basically do the same thing and ready an attack um, all right. on the closest enemy. Like I'm not going to specify necessarily Scarecrow, but the next thing that comes within range, actually maybe I'll put myself one more farther there. Uh of Brolish and Pony Brolish will be attacking with my sacred battle axe, of course, because this right. damn character. <laughs> so, uh, Imra, you are up next. Tell me, Tony, what do mm-hmm. I remember of the Scarecrow's incurring damage? Do I remember that a magical weapon did better? Or yeah, did... they are. Okay. Um, they resist. Uh, non-magical weapons. So I think uh, they don't like fire, we decided. Uh, they super don't like they fire. They don't like fire, yeah. Um, I well, I don't have... made a wall of fire that uh, messed up their day, but good. That was something I did. Yeah, I don't have anything with fire. If only someone had one of three magical axes they could lend you. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm actually going to stand next to Broldish and I'm going to also ready in action whenever something gets in range within five feet I'm going to swipe at it with my longsword plus one all right but uh, not just something an enemy yeah I don't want to <laughs> swipe at Broldish pony is in your peripheral vision yeah no uh, no no, no. Ah! <laughs> all right <laughs> A uh, swarm of poisonous snakes are next in the initiative order. They continue to hiss away inside the corpses they are trapped in. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dance with me, snakes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh- <laughs> I just All right. go Aragal. The uh, scarecrows are next. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, the scarecrows, there's three scarecrows. They just, uh, they make a, they head toward the battle line that you all have drawn there. Uh, Broldish, Imra, and Samus, a scarecrow uh, kind of uh, moves in on each of you. So why don't you do your various triggered actions there? And I am going to do some claw attacks uh, with the scarecrow. I got a 24 to hit. That definitely hits. I'll remind you, Scarecrow's not very hard to hit. They just, it, you know, they can soak a decent amount of damage if you're not using magic weapons. Yeah, I'm not using a magical weapon, so that's 12, which then, does it get halved? Yeah. 
Six damage to Broldish's Scarecrow. Imra? I rolled a 21. Woo! Roll me damage. And Samus, get your thing that you're doing. A 10 for 12 points of damage. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So that's, but is that magic or not? It is magic. It is magic. Yep. Longsword plus one. Oh. And Samus. One sickles. Isn't Samus inherently magic? Because no, I mean, look at her. She's majestic. Literally, literally a natural beast. How about a 20 to hit? Absolutely. You're t- tearing. There's, there's just straw and scraps of burlap everywhere as a line of scarecrows gets torn apart by your attacks. Um, well, it would have done 13 damage. All right. Six damage. So uh, the two... Uh, the Samus and Broldish's Scarecrows take a take a little bit of damage. The uh, Imra Scarecrow is got significantly hit. All right, they are then going to roll um, three. Uh, what what is their attack? It's like a claw attack. Got a lot of stat blocks open right now. They make ooh, it's a multi attack. They're going to do two claw attacks. Samus. Uh, oh, fourteen and fourteen. Uh, yeah, those will both hit. Ouch. That is six damage each, so 12 total. Um, Samus needs to make a wisdom saving throw or be frightened uh, until the end of the Scarecrow's next turn. Imra. Um, 13 and very low. No. Broldish. Uh, 18 and very low. No, I believe for Broldish. All right. Samus took 12 damage and needed to make a DC 11 wisdom saving throw. How is oh, Samus barely failed. Oh, almost. Oh. So Samus uh, is terrified of the Scarecrow, which I believe means on Samus's turn, has to move away from it. Um, it's the, the one thing that she's conditioned afraid of. Conditioned of, of Oh, there it is. Screaming. Yeah. All right. Uh, Baba Lazaga's creeping hut is next. This hut kind of stomps through the wreckage of Berez. Each, like, footstep is like a thundering uh, boom as it hits the ground, even if the squishy, wet ground. Uh, It's not quite close enough that it could stomp you, which it would really like to do. Two of the legs, arms, appendages, roots, two two parts of uh, of the hut kind of reach down and scoop up just like basically the corner of what was probably like a cottage and kind of half that into the air uh, toward Crucible. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, Crucible, does your archaeologist background give you help on this? <laughs> I can you identify it as it's being hurled at me. Uh, Crucible, this is a 16 uh, to hit. Oh, well, versus AC? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, no, like you're in trouble, or no, you're fine. 21 AC. Okay, Um, it is going to do that two more times. Okay, well, I regret being smug now. (laughs) It can only do that once. It can only do its range attack Uh So, okay. Back back to being smug. All right, I was like, well, that would be real bad um, if it threw three cottages at you. (laughs) Um, All right. Not great. Uh, That was the cottage's turn. Um, that's a hut. I don't know why I have upgraded. It was the it threw a. It is a hut that threw a cottage. Got to keep it together, Tony. Um, Lena Delina. Um, Lena sees a 
scarecrow creeping up on her tiger friend. Um, she's going to run up with the sun sword and make an attack. Heck All right. Yeah. And critically fail. Oh, no. Um, what is well? What is a well? Okay, I guess if it's a critical fail, yeah. it's a critical fail. Um, so That's then, um, she is going to, <laughs> with the dagger that she still carries. Or sorry, I guess the other one is still a short. You've sword. got a lightsaber, and then, and then also just like like a, a, a sharpened butter knife. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, so she takes a mighty swing with her magical hungry sword and misses, but then. Her normal sword is a 14. Uh, 14 definitely hits. Roll some damage. Okay. So. Um, that's one damage, which isn't much to write home about, but I can still do the sneak attack damage, which is also unfortunate. So that is six damage overall after it's been halved. Okay. After it's been halved. Yeah. Thank you. All right, the the sun sword speaks to you and it says, guide me, guide me, let me feel, let me burn the hay. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> typical, <laughs> typical, typical sword stuff. Uh, Crucible, you stand more or less in the wreckage of a quarter of a cottage that's been chucked in your, your direction. But thankfully, like you were standing like right where the door frame was. <laughs> um and a Charlie Chaplin style. <laughs> Just right around me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. How tall is the hut? Uh, I might need to get some descriptions. It is gargantuan. It is quite big. Um, I mean, you know, do you want to know how high up is the hut? Or do you want to know like how tall, how, is tall, the, how tall is the whole thing? I the think he wants thing. to know how deep is your love. Mm. Or how high is this mountain? Uh, hold on a second. Let's see. Let's see. Mm. How deep is it? How deep? Is it? Little BGs for everybody. Uh, where is the stat block with the creeping hut? Oh, it doesn't have a stat block. I block. I guess we win. No, Yay. I no, guess it's zero. No, no, no. That's how it works. Mm. If the mm. teacher doesn't show up within ten minutes, you can just leave. True. Yep. That is. That is. What kind of school did you go to? <laughs> Same that school was what you. UW Madison. The best one. I, that is not okay. As a career academician, <laughs> that is not actually a rule anyway. Bless well, you. It was. It may have been an unwritten. No, actually, I think it was legitimately a rule, and it happened in winter all the time. So there are a bunch of classes that just got canceled. It was well. Great. College mm. is one thing. I mean, you don't even have to go to class. High school was a little different. What kind of college? Um, so state school. Dan, I um, have I stalled long enough? No, I'm reading a very lengthy description of the hut. Uh, that doesn't is it so, a hut or a cottage? Come on, I'm just kidding. This is a hut. It's throwing bits of cottage, uh, but it is a hut. Uh, Baba Lazaga, Dan, allow me to read you the Wikipedia page about Baba Lazaga's creeping hut. Baba Lazaga built a hut atop the rotting stump of a giant tree that was felled long ago. Uh, stuff you don't know yet. Stuff you don't know yet. Pulls its giant roots free of the earth. Shambles like a spidery behemoth, shaking the ground with every step. This is a long a, answer for something when it's just like, I just need a number. <laughs> um, 15 feet? 20 feet? You think they would tell me how high up the hut is, wouldn't you? Does not just, yeah, it's gargantuan. Does that give us, do we know anything about what the scale of gargantuan is? I mean, th lots of things can be big. gargantuan. It doesn't tell you how tall they are, right? Like you could be a, you can be a gargantuan pancake or a gargantuan giant. 
Mm, um, I haven't had dinner yet. So it's gargantuan. Says, uh, it sounds a amazing. gargantuan is scale is 20 feet by 20 feet, which is the square size. Do we assume it's a cube and therefore it's 20 feet by 20 feet by 20 feet? Sure. I feel like it might be a little bit right. taller than that. Okay. So, strategic question. <laughs> I'm also like trying to be like, how tall is a hut? And it's a hut on top of a large, half of a large, it's not half of a large tree, it's a stump of a large tree. What do we tree? think happens if I put a 20-foot diameter ring of fire around a 20-foot hut and have it fire inward? Because I can do that. I like it. I mean, I think, I think it'd be real bad for the hut. That's kind Even, of what I'm shooting for, unless yeah. there's some reason okay, we should and, curry and like, favor with the hut. Like, is well, it going to try to walk and, through it? I don't know what's going to do. And like, Ooh. Even, even if the hut sticks up above the 20 feet, there's still a lot of hut getting fire on it, right? Yeah, so it, it doesn't does really matter like if, the, if the hut is, if the peak roof of the hut is higher than 20 feet, you know, it, that doesn't help the hut a considerable amount. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you burn the bottom half of a hut, the top half of the hut is still in trouble. This is, this is just science, yeah, that's, people. That actually, can, that does make sense. Can somebody charm the hut to make it our friend? And then we could ride around Barovian style. See, Ooh, that'd like be this. amazing. It is. I will tell you, the hut does you, everything about the hut suggests to you that it is some kind of construct, in that it is an, an inanimate object creeping around, throwing cottages at people, as you do. It seems like it might be currently in service to one Baba Lazaga. So this is so. going to do a lot of fire damage. But so you're going to have to it, you're going to have to like erase dancing. her from pink slips, is what I'm saying. <laughs> does it? <laughs> Did like you guys dancing? bring your own hut to? <laughs> um, you know. The hut does not dance title. So if anybody the, is shatter. I guess my question is, is it worth burning, uh, no pun intended, my fourth level spell slot on trying to set this on fire? It I seems like a nice it fit. probably is. Seems yeah, like a nice fit. Elevore is planning on doing some big stuff okay. too. That, so. might, that might burn all the stuff inside the hut too. Well, I'm, oh. if it's taller than 20 feet, it just burns the legs out and the hut falls onto the ground. That's my feeling. <laughs> oh no, what if we miss the some some special magical... Um, flesh bags. Oh, that, darn. did you know? Yeah. Did or you know? Like, yeah. You open. You, two you've been flesh picking bags? up. You've been picking up bags from just like mundane witches. Oh, you want? You want the Baba Lazaga's knitting kicks? I heard it was bags. canon that if you open a second flesh bag, it cancels out the first one. Ah. Not canon. Is it like putting a uh, a bag of holding in a portable hole? Is that? Uh oh. <laughs> All right. So that. I'm casting Wall of Fire. <laughs> I am making it a 20 diameter ringed wall. It is 20 mm-hmm. feet high. It's one foot thick. It's opaque. It lasts for as long as I keep concentration on it up to, I think, 10 minutes. No, up to one minute. Um, and when it appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. All right. I will tell you, the hut's dexterity <laughs> is limited. <laughs> Though it is mobile, it is not, you know, I mean, it's a large giant hut. So I'm making a dexterity saving throw for the hut right now is what I'm doing? Yep. Uh, I rolled a 10. Uh, I'm going to say that does not make it since my spell save is 14. All right. It, that is for the hut. It will take 5d8 damage. 5d8. 5d8. Just Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That Damn, that's, that's those, those are some bad rolls. That breaks rolls. my heart. Uh-huh. That breaks my heart, too. Uh-huh. 10 for, damage for on a roll of home, 5d8? That's a 1, a 2, a 2, a 1, and a 4. Wow. Just listeners, this is just a little tip from Tony, your dungeon master friend. When you roll, roll 5d8, 
do a lot better than yeah. that because that's just <laughs> bad. All right. So the good news is uh, I just like to takes... point out Dan Morin has been playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> for a long time. You'd think he'd be better at this. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is that it does 10 damage now. And mm. each creature that ends its turn within, so one side of the wall selected by me when I cast this spell, I'm going to say the inside, <laughs> uh, does Wait, 5d8 fire damage. How far damage. the outside does it go? <laughs> 10 feet, it would, if not okay. otherwise. I was like, because currently the inside of the ring is the hut. The yeah. outside of the ring is the rest of the right, known right, right. world. It's like a, it's like a, a the... gas okay. ring where it's just like, now it's pointing inward. I just um, wanted to make sure you did not have the ability to set the known world on fire. So every time any creature that <laughs> ends, <laughs> any creature that ends its turn within inside the wall or within 10 feet of that side, uh, basically it takes 5d8 damage again. And All it right. also takes the same and damage I'll... when it enters wall for the first time on its turn, which it didn't do. So it basically just... Every time it, mm-hmm. it ends its turn there, it's going to take 5d8 damage. Can you move the wall? Uh, there is nothing saying that I can. So okay. we've, we've just got to keep it there. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, it's a mobile hut. It's gonna, it really wants to leave this. <laughs> it's a 20-foot wall of fire, wall though. I mean, does it really want to go through it? I think that if its alternative is burn to death inside <laughs> the thing... I think that it will panic and run, run in a well, direction. I mean, it, says, it says wall. Like, can can you actually go through that wall? Is the wall permeable? It, it says it is opaque, permeable, but it doesn't say it's impermeable. It's fire. But but yeah, it wouldn't have. So the thing is, if we can pin it in there, it doesn't have line of sight to us. No, a giant are there, bolo. Are there rules for how much damage it takes if it tries to go through it or? Yeah, is it? Uh, it does say when it enters mechanic? the wall for the first time on a turn. So maybe if it would passes so, through yeah. the wall, so it that's will take like more it, damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when it leaves the wall, it will take damage. Dan, do you want to use your roll that you've done for five D eight? Now, or are you going to re-roll that every time that it does five D eight? Oh, I'm going to definitely re-roll that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost gotcha. Oh, wait, all right. No. I've you know. All right. Are we? I've learned good, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um uh how are we doing otherwise? Does anybody need any healing or anything? I am down to 35 out of my 56 hit points. Why so taking... it's not dire, but I'm getting uh I will here. Let's zip over and give you a uh cure wounds. Yeah, if you guys could all bunch up into say one cottage size area, that would be real real preferable. It's just gonna come sit on us. Is cure yeah. wounds a, a bonus action? Oh, crap. Uh, you're right. Good point. I need to heal. All right. So we can do a healing word then. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's fine. Totally fine. I haven't used Cure Wounds in a long time because I'm usually not next to people. <laughs> um, yeah. Here, take, a, take a level, let's take a level two healing word. How about that? Uh, I think that's a total of nine healing. Okay. So six plus the three from the higher level cast. Thank you. That gets me to 44, which feels better. All right. Elevore. You are currently in the ruins of the church, feeling feeling safe on hollowed ground yes. and slightly less, less mushy ground. Your friends are fighting a trio of scarecrows out there. Your uh, Vristani friend is fighting a trio of distended corpses in the graveyard. And somewhere, a hut is surrounded by a wall of fire. Um, when... Uh, or remind me, you said ruins of a church uh, or building ruins regardless. Is there a roof on this thing? Nope. All right. It's real. It's in bad shape. Um, suddenly, 
just roiling and broiling through the sky, a gigantic storm cloud begins to develop um, centered over the creeping hut, uh, Mm. a 60-foot radius, in fact. Um, So, Tony, I'll let you do the circle drawing because I always mess it up when I do it. But uh, centered on the creeping hut... uh, Wait, don't make it centered on the hut well oh no actually that's a good point um what i would like to do is make it so that uh it is let's see hmm like a so you said 60 foot it's radius, radius not yeah so it should be much bigger than it's that. huge 120 right 120 yeah. or something like that yeah 120 um, so it's far away like far away and what i'd like to do can we just get um where it's more than is twice like as big whole, as that the whole, whole whole map basically yeah it's huge so i kind of want it to just be um yes but let's scoot it down great podcasting uh a couple little to the left squares, little to the left little down now, little. now to the left yes where the group is so that it covers those uh scarecrows oh, as you, well oh but eh. not your friends because i get to choose this is a cloud and within the cloud i get to choose where the lightning comes down Ooh. so okay ah, okay oh all right well then yeah put it anywhere okay, so then to the left to the left everything you own in a box to the left i mean you could if if you if you if it won't automatically hurt us then there's no problem with putting literally it's, all of us underneath I don't, it yeah i just don't want them too close to the edge because then they could run out of it so um awesome maybe you just want like that yeah perfect all right perfect all right that's great um there are clouds all over the churchyard and accompanying area around clowns the, you know this <laughs> this area of berez is now uh subject to a thunderstorm and then i get to do one move um or one one attack uh you must make a dexterity saving throw of 14, Baba Lazaga's Creeping Hut. Right. Yeah, that circle, I will just mention, st- that circle circle should still be five squares bigger in any direction. Just, oh, I just literally... If just it's 60 feet radius. It. It's, it's 60 feet radius? That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, 60 feet Holy radius. Holy cow. I mean, it's it's every it's like you know it's, it's yeah. I think I think we can assume it can hit anything it wants. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Baba Delagazaga's hut inside a ring of fire attempts to dance out of the way of your lightning bolt. I'm gonna say with disadvantage <laughs> because it's teamwork makes fire. the dream work. Uh, well, that's good since I rolled a 19 and a much much lower number uh, five. All right. Five total. Five total. (laughs) So a lightning bolt hits Baba Lazaga's hut. I'll just mention just because people are dropping some high level spells here. I I really want to, you know, Baba Lazaga's creeping hut. I suspect she's not home. I like. We're pretty sure she's she's nearby people is what I'm saying. Don't know if we're going to see her today, but she's out there. I've got I got two more of these if I need to. So. All right. Roll me damage for. uh. It doesn't this do a whole lot of damage. Uh, 3d10, so 18 3D10. damage. 3d10? <laughs> oh my god. All 18 right. lightning damage to Baba Lazaga's creeping hut. Because it was I will say, though outside. it has been hit with lightning and encircled with a wall of fire, Baba Lazaga's hut, though it looks unhappy, you can tell from its body language, about its situation, does not really look scathed. So. Does the hut have a name, Tony? Is, uh it's it's in the in the adventure it's written as Baba Lazaga's creepy. It's hut. not like Jabba. The no. hut. Dan, 
No. Sometimes there's too far, Dan, and you have reached Dan, we've it. talked about this. Did we? So, Dan, you're out of the squadron. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, that... Uh, uh, before Elevore's uh, turn ends, yeah. he says uh, as loudly as he can... If you're not within five feet of an enemy, I can hit them with lightning without hurting you. Bye. All right. Look to the left of you. Look to the right of you. <laughs> if they're one of those people's an enemy, move away. <laughs> uh, the distended corpses are next in the order. Uh, Jane, remind me, what do I need to roll to hit Argal? I'm rolling with disadvantage. Uh, 15. Uh, not that. Nope. And super nope. All right. Aragal is ducking and weaving, and the corpses are just, it's like they are moving in slow motion in the muck and the mire, and nothing even comes close. Speaking of Aragal, it is his turn. I think that Aragal, seeing um, all of the dangers that approach, realizes that um, the heroes have their hands full. And if it is okay with you, Tony, he will shout. Um, I will see you soon, my friends. And he and so will he does. Disengage and slowly dance back, making sure that the zombies and their Eye snakes the whole time. know yeah. that they are beckoned. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and if it very matters, sultry as he kites yeah. them away. Um, you, I think you know that the speed of the the, the corpses is like it's pretty slow, right? Yeah. Like it's probably only twenty feet. Does he is he staying within a movement of them or? Um, he is able to I get. Mean, he, can, he is basically he can outrun them if he needs. Yeah, so he's basically his goal is to stay close enough that all of them are actively engaged with him, but okay. far enough um, that he can potentially kite them some distance away. Uh, As so an experience, yeah. This is this is you know now that Argal has taken in the full scope of the battle. I think managing three corpses that are brimming with snakes is not going to be hard. Um, That's what I call being a middle manager. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can't stop being an ass pole. Um, (laughs) See, snakes? (laughs) Ass. Um, Oh. Samus, you are next. I get it. (laughs) Okay, well, Samus goes, and then runs here. That's it. Yeah. Oh, frightened. Yeah. Broldish, you are at the bottom of the order. All right. Um, Broldish is going to grab her axe, kind of hold it up to the sky a little bit, say a couple of words to Hela, say in Hela's name, and her axe erupts into fire. And then she brings it down on top of the scarecrow right in front of her in a searing Mm. smite. In hopes they don't like that. In hopes of uh, of burning it with fire, and that is a twenty something, which I'm pretty Many. sure hits these. That that pl- basically hits two scarecrows. All right, my damage <laughs> was was crap. So my regular damage um, with my with my axe is simply let's see five. So you get to have that. Uh, is it ha- isn't it magical? It's because of the thing. Well, I mean, it has a spell cast on it, but that doesn't make the axe a magic weapon. This is just the slashing damage. All I think right. it's I think it's a regular weapon that also does fire mm-hmm. damage. All right, I'm not really. And sure. then it does some. Bo- so I'm putting five on this on this uh, scarecrow. Yes, but plus uh, four fire damage. 
I'm putting eight on the scarecrow. <laughs> I was hoping something like that would happen. The scarecrow is dealing with some structural integrity problems at this point. Yes. Praise Hala. All right. Praise Hala. At the end of the order, things are chaotic here in Berez. There is a giant house or a giant creeping hut encircled by fire being hit with lightning. Scarecrows are thrashing at you. Aragal is dancing about a graveyard being chased by corpses. And then... Or as we call it, is Tuesday sound, night. <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> night. There is the sound of buzzing as swarms of insects approach from the east perhaps heralding the imminent arrival of Baba Lazaga. I'm going to roll initiative for the swarms of insects. Oh, I can't say anything 13. polite since we're on live stream right now, but just, <laughs> I just need to grab this really quick. I've got a <laughs> issue. For those of you listening, I've just grabbed Dan's book, um, which is how we <laughs> issue complaints. All right. Which, which book? To- uh, the uh, oh gosh, I always mispronounce it. It's Aleph. Aleph extraction, right? That's it. That's yeah. good. Oh, I've been saying it wrong. That's fine. I thought it was a left. No. So did I, and so then I thought, oh no, is that the one that I said? Is it that way or is it the other way? So yeah, I don't Aleph. have anything to write on though. I've got the book, but I don't have anything. Uh, Micah, should I proceed with stuff or should I wait for your? Oh complaint? no, my joke isn't funny enough for that. So go ahead. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving on. Self-awareness. Imra. There is self-deprecation uh, in Barovia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is. It's their chief export. Uh, Imra, you are toe-to-toe with a scarecrow. Your plus one longsword is itching. It is. So <laughs> that's a 21 to hit. Yeah, no troubles hitting a scarecrow. For eight points of damage. All right. Is it still upright? Yeah, it is okay. now pretty badly hurt, similar to... Uh, uh, Imra's. Going... Uh, your Imra, similar to Brawl Dishes. Going for my second attack, 19 mm-hmm. points of damage. No, no. 19... Wrong. Oh, okay. 19 <laughs> yes. to hit Hits. for yep. eight, again, eight points of damage. All right. You think one more hit like that would finish it off. Okay. All right. And that's it. Anything else, Imra? All right. Nope. Swarms of poisonous snakes hiss at Aragal frustratedly. The scarecrows are next. Point of, uh, point, well, point of order. Um, one mm-hmm. thing that I didn't notice until just now, at, uh, because I hit that scarecrow in front of me with my searing smart, smart, uh, searing smite, at the start of each of its turns until a spell ends, the target must make a constitution saving throw. If it fails, it takes another d6 of fire damage. Nice. It rolled a three, Erica. Yay! I feel like you influenced right. that roll. Sadly, I rolled a one, uh, so it takes one more fire damage. We need to get better on the it rolls, takes guys. Two, two fire damage. Yeah, we're we're not doing All great right. here. So, so yeah. Um, I will tell you that if the target or a creature within five feet of it uses an action to put out the flames, or if some other effect douses the flames, then the spell will end. I think that that is beyond the ability of his scarecrow. I was hoping to that him was out. the case. Scarecrows don't come with buckets. Like that scarecrow does not even know where he would get a bucket. Maybe its so. friend next door could try to like pat it. Yes, and then <laughs> catch fire. Yeah, yeah, smother it like with a blanket. Oh, you know? uh-huh. I think yeah. that is not recommended for putting out any fire, whether you're made of straw or not. Um, so the scarecrows are next. Uh, it looks like there's three of you who've drawn a battle line here with three scarecrows. Uh, Samus had to run away and Lena Delina has filled in. So I am going to do, uh, two claw attacks on each of you. Lena, 
13 and 5. Oh, but Imra. see, that was a questioning 5, so it actually counts as a 2. Imra, single digits. Nope. And Broldish. Critical and 13. And I dropped a die on the floor. <laughs> I guess uh, the critical. Lena, hits. did any of the did a thirteen doesn't hit you, does it? Of course it doesn't. All right, so I think I only got one hit in, and it was on Broldish. Yep. So I do get to roll a bunch of dice. Wow. It's okay. I mean, for me, it's okay. <laughs> better, better me than than Amra. Yeah. Also, well, six, nine. Uh, you will take 10 slashing damage because it rolled a critical, and you've got to make a wisdom saving throw to not be terrified of scarecrows. Ugh, that just doesn't seem like broldish. I know. I mean, what's your wisdom? Maybe you'll be fine. I rolled a 20 on the die, so that's 24. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> that seems like broldish. I wonder broldish if broldish is, like, is scared give me of scarecrows. It's made of straw, she says. <laughs> yeah, broldish is concerned about getting straw stuck in the joints of her armor. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Except for that, that one. That was... one is Straw Von Zerovich. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Baba Creeping Hut is next. Help me out here, Dan. It starts its turn inside a wall of fire. Uh, well, it's supposed to, if it ends its turn inside a wall of fire. And I believe I cast it before. It, burns, it did not end burns, a turn there burns. yet. All right. Well, it's not going to stay there because that's So dumb. if the first time um, it moves through a wall of fire, it will take some damage. All right. I am going to do the thing where I think it does not really have line of sight on anything outside of the fire. I'm going to roll a d12 and determine which direction on the clock it's going to go. Ooh. Five. Uh, yes. So I guess it's... That's the perfect direction. It's going... Away. Uh, that's like here-ish? Yep. All right. Um, I will say it'll move out of the fire. It'll move completely out of the fire. It has speed of 30. Wait, is that true? It has speed of 30. So it moves through the ring. Uh, well, that was... Oh my god, oh, are you kidding? How did you do worse? How did you do worse, Dan? Please stop using roll 20. <laughs> Dan, consider this an ad for Dice by Peacock. Yes. A app that is designed to fudge your rolls in... <laughs> no. Let's, uh, let's um, say, uh, academically, what would I have gotten if I had rolled this in Dice by Calc? Mm. Let's find out so that I can wallow further in my <laughs> destruction. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be probably way better. Uh, all right, D8. One, two, three. While he's doing <laughs> that, here, I'll go ahead... There we go. <laughs> Too many enemies. Too many enemies. <laughs> There's a lot going on. This is going to be a big fight. That was not much better. It's I'm already a big lie. fight. All right. So you have done been an 12. incremental. <laughs> oh. That's not much better. Wow. Um, so what is the average on 5 8 you. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, have. Yeah, Dan, the, the, common, the common denominator here is you. You're bad. I did open a flesh bag. Dice. Was that the uh, problem? No. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything bad today? Um. Oh, right. that was in real life. So, yeah, no, I wasn't talking <laughs> about it in the game. Uh, well, moving on from that very quickly. Uh, Lena Delina, it is your turn. <laughs> you are sun, sun sword in hand, face to face with a uh, slightly hurt scarecrow. Gonna stab a scarecrow. Going on a bear hunt. I just remembered I should have attacked twice. Whoops. Oh, well. That's a 26. Yeah, you, like cleave at least one arm off that scarecrow with your burning lightsaber um, of holy and justice. 
That is, let's see, 12 radiant damage. Not fire. Um, is it undead? No, it is a it construct. It is a construct. Okay, then sneak attack. All right. Uh, 17 sneak attack damage. All right, you slay the scarecrow. And the sneak attack was not halved, right? Because it's no, from your sword. It's from my sword. All right, the scarecrow is terrified to be in one second relatively intact and doing okay and sliced in half by a burning sword of light, mm-hmm. uh, leaving just smoking hay and singed burlap flapping in the wind. Like a lightsaber through a futon. Yep. They're an old futon, well, Walmart futon. <laughs> um, and then we are going to... The world is your battlefield. Yeah, I guess. There's I'll a there's circle of fire you could check out. Like yeah. Yeah, I think, what if I just run into the wall of fire? <laughs> no. I went it's, into it's, the burning wall of fire. It's racing. <laughs> Uh, yep, I'm just gonna. If you go into the circle of fire, the hut will have to co- follow you that's back right. in. That's, right. that's only that's only Or throw a cottage at you. <laughs> Correct. All right. Crucible. Well, this you, you're gonna make me draw some more circles yeah, on this I map. Draw circles you everywhere. Um. So that was a huge waste of a fourth level spell slot. Uh, it's so, still there. We can try kiting it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you're welcome to try. I don't know how smart this thing is, but probably smarter than to run into a wall of fire again. Uh, yeah, I guess I should try to kill one of these scarecrows, huh? I think that's just probably they are both pretty badly wounded. Going so. to be a um, uh, crucible raises his hand and shoots out a bolt of radiant energy. So please make a uh, dexterity saving throw for, let's say, the Scarecrow in front of Imra. Imra Scarecrow. Uh, It rolled a 16 somehow. Awesome. Nothing happens. I'm on a roll today. It's great when I roll really well. I'm going to move up and uh, stand next to them. So hopefully maybe I can like soak some damage or something. Do something useful. Well, I just want to point out that in Wall of Fire, it says you create a wall of fire on a solid surface within range. Does that just mean it springs up from the ground? Okay. Gotcha. It's not. What about the the air on water or something? Of the hut. Man, that would have been good. Should have done it like on top of it and then have it go in. Face it down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Crucible, the three swarms of buzzing insects uh, that have approached from the th- from the east converge on you, uh, and there's basically just a wall of flies. Uh, yeah, there's there's a thirty foot wide wall of flies uh, keeping you like penned Should in I here. Introduce these this wall of un- flies to a wall of fire. <laughs> Why not? I I don't know if you have a way to do that. That would be great. Um, they 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 had to you know move twice to get there, so that's all they can do. Uh, Elavor. Well, Dan, there house is still in lightning range. There are two things that can happen here. I can continue to lightning bolt the creeping hut, or I could lightning the uh, the insects, and each creature within five feet of that point. Uh, so if I did the middle I know, one, I know Crucible is there. Also, Crucible, how conductive are you? Yeah. So you do, uh, I uh, does lightning damage no. more? No. 
No, I, I think just flavor wise, oh God, not the actually. Ten is a lot of damage. Not for Dan. <laughs> Dan, I'm gonna <laughs> let Dan you decide. Rolls. I'm gonna let you decide if you want me to try to take out these flies all at once, or uh, I leave it to your discretion. I'm I'm at full hit points, so oh, I think okay. Can you can you yeah, center the? Try. Can you center it somewhere so that it won't jump to him? I guess it does say choose a point a you person. can see under the cloud. Yeah. A bolt of lightning flashes down from the cloud to that point. Each creature within five feet of yeah, that okay. point. Yeah, okay. So, so just do it in, beyond yeah, that. right here. So if I do it right there. All right. You're yeah. going to bug zap some bugs? Yeah. Like I'm going to bug zap nice. three sets of bugs. All right. Uh, please that is make... you, it is basically a swarm of swarms. Dexterity Remember the time that you spent like an hour just, just hitting the tree with lightning over and over again? That was very good. And then you went up to the tree afterwards and discovered there was an axe in the tree that was really good at killing trees. <laughs> like Does someone lightning. still have that axe? I've got it. Mm. Yep. I have like you know two what? axes across my back. I'm and... just saying there is, a tr- there is a house on top of a tree. Fight Neil's true. So Erica, I'm one rolling of them's dec- the XX and one of them's the I am rolling a uh, three dexterity checks for my three swarms, uh, okay. Micah. Alrighty. All right. I apologize. I feel like I've been rolling really well and you all have been rolling. Yeah, you should you apologize. Know, yeah. That's my complaint I'm writing on my book. All right. Um, so swarm number one. These are north to south. Uh, swarm number one rolled a five. Well, five with addition. Swarm number two, six. Swarm number three, 18. All right, swarm. so two of them are going... Actually, I'm going to, I think... Oh, no, I'm going to use Dice by Peacock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, eat it, Dan. Yep. <laughs> you know, that- <laughs> Your inferior Dice by Roll20 that you spent a year making. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've got to remember there's a way to do three at once, right? You know, that other uh, axe is, I think, uh, a one-handed axe. So, like, if only I had two-handed fighting, I could just use two, two axes. Or if you had, like, if you duct tape them together, so you could, like, spin it around depending oh, on what type of... Oh, yeah. Like, this is my plant axe. This is my <laughs> radiant axe. <laughs> uh, 18 damage for the first one. We're doing north to south. Same. Yep. 18 lightning damage for the first one. I think usually would we just... Would it just be 18 across the board then? Or do, I think... Yeah. Well, because... For... Oh, it says... Oh yeah, because I only cast one lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, uh, eighteen and eighteen for the two and nine for the other one. All right, that's a good. Point. I will tell you, that went real bad for flies. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was not good for them. Um, yeah, that was that was not good. These are the the you have killed approximately half of the flies that were on the map. I had many flies, and now I have considerably fewer flies. Thanks, Elavor. That's a good. better that's number good. of flies. Um, remind me, oh no, I just remembered. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I think that's all I'm going to, I, I do not think I know that is all I'm going to do. All right. Yes. Uh, distended corpses will chase Aragal just like he planned. He is not taking the dodge action. So they are just going for him. Um, Wow! 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 Oh. I rolled. That doesn't sound now, this good. This is—I mean, it's Ar- thankfully it's Argal, and it's the least powerful creatures on the board. I rolled three d20s for my three attacks. What? Whoa. <laughs> well, because I rolled three attacks, right? Here's the results of my three d20. Critical, nineteen. Critical, 
Um, Wait, did, wow. don't, don't they have disadvantage? I thought he took the dodge. He action. did not because he moved away. Correct, Jane? He, he moved. Yeah. Yeah. But you can he had to disengage. He disengaged and then moved away. So uh, those uh, like a wall, a, a Congo line of distended corpses just like <laughs> like slammed into our Argos. He's going to take, I mean, thankfully, I'm going to do some extra damage for it being a critical, but it's still, it's not going to be a lot. Uh, He is going to take, do you want it all as one, Jane, or do you want it? Yeah, let's do it all as one. uh, Each of them is going to do four damage. He's going to take 12 damage total. Okay. I think that, let me just wait. As far as things to get hit three times by these sad little corpses is is it. So he he got a little big for his britches. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, speaking of his britches, it's his turn. Uh sad well first he's going to holler. Um and then I think he is going to is there a Alright, he is going to disengage and they can move twenty feet. Yep. He can move 30 feet. You want to move like so this time, 25 or 30 feet away? Yeah, this time he's going to um, do a little bit. All right. Serpentine. <laughs> uh, I'll reveal more of the map up there, Jane. Some of it is like off the map, so you just have to imagine imagine, uh, imagine the endless swamps of, Ber- of Berez. So, so he's going to um, dance with renewed vigor. Yes. Um, but perhaps a little faster and a little bit farther my away. This is, least favorite this is my bigger dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. The dance that Aragal knows so well. Samus, uh, Samus, you were frightened of scarecrows. Now you're not. Now you're just a cat in a in a in a church. Ex- I'm ex-church. just a cat, just an ordinary cat, and I started <laughs> out by chasing some bats. Um. I think I forgot about Samus there for a moment, and so I did not have anything planned for Samus to do. But now we are going to do something with Samus. I was this fun character. Yeah. I was just cats, like you know, munch at uh, at flies. Flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, yeah. they really See, like to know, eat flies. I don't really know anything about cats. Um, Trust me, they like to eat flies. Uh, Samus can get to here mm-hmm. in plenty of time. And now we'll do nice chomp chomp on the cat on the uh, flies. Yep. So let's see. One Swat. fly. <laughs> <laughs> Will an eighteen hit? Uh totally. Um, roll. I I don't think Samus can't not kill these flies, but roll damage. Uh, first, I would like you to make a DC fourteen strength sta- strength saving throw, please. Uh, they're flies. Um, I don't think they can be knocked down. But, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they can be be knocked down. I was trying to get that bonus action, They are immune to the, uh, they are immune to the prone state, because they're flies. That's fine. Whatever, I've seen plenty of flies fall down out of the air. That's true. Fifteen to hit a pack of flies? There, that, oh, you already rolled an eighteen to hit a pack of flies. Um... Sorry, 15 damage. Oh, 18 was to that is, 15. Sorry. Oh, that is unnecessary. Um, it's, all right. <laughs> I like it. Does uh, does Samus have any more movement left? Uh, yes. Um, since Samus, uh, Samus just swats the half of the remaining flies out of the way of um of and pushes forward. There's another uh, swarm badly injured in front of Samus there. 
Yes, but no more attacks can happen. Oh, so. I thought Samus could bite and claw. Only if it uh, knocks it down. Yeah, All right. exactly. Got it. Yeah. All right. Broldish. All right. I still have a uh, a searing axe right, uh, right in my hand. I'm going to hold it over my head again and say, inhale his name. And let's see. That's a 20 to hit. And 12 slashing damage, which I know becomes six. And again, I rolled a one on my d6 for fire damage. So take two fire. All right. It is badly hurt. But this time I'm actually going to remember to attack twice oh. the way that I'm supposed to do. Nice. I don't know why I forget that so often, but I do. Usually you kill this... things in the first blow, I think is why. Eh, not this time. Uh, Let's see. That's only a nine to hit. So I'm thinking it's probably not a nine hit. does not hit a scarecrow. Yeah. All right, but still, Hala be half praise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Uh, so we end another round of combat. Elevor and Androidite are still lurking in the ruins of the church. Uh, there's a scrum outside the church with Lena, Imra, Broldis, and Crucible fighting some scarecrows and rapidly being picked off. Uh, swarms of flies. Argal is pretty far in the distance at this point, uh, dancing with corpses as he does. See you guys later! <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, Imra, you are at the top of the order. It's me! Okay, so we have just to make sure I'm caught up, we've got the two scarecrows still standing, the two swarms, yeah, I the creeping hut... And the three snake-filled corpses. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Census I complete. Think... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, I think... And in your scrum, the, the scarecrow's badly hurt. One swarm of flies is not is barely meeting the swarm standard at this point. It's like three flies. Uh, and then one slightly less scathed swarm of flies. So, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to uh, use my first attack on the same Scarecrow I've been going after. Mm -hmm. um, wait, just a second. First, I think what I'm going to go ahead and do is I am going to do something that I, I don't do very often. <gasps> I'm going to use a spell slot. Oh, my God. Ooh. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. <gasps> Ooh. I'm going to make this, since I can change it from target to target once they're dead, I am going to um, cast Hunter's Mark on the Scarecrow, and then I'm going to hit it mm -hmm. with a 20 versus AC. Okay, probably nice. didn't need a Hunter's Mark, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it for 10 minutes, mm -hmm. so I might as well just go ahead. Uh, that's 11 points of damage and it's... before my D6. All right, that 11 points of damage is enough. You slay... Okay. Uh, that scarecrow with your uh, your longsword. Okay, so then I'm gonna go with my second attack to hit this other scarecrow mm -hmm. that Broldus has been. Blah. Please help with this scarecrow. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I rolled a seven. Oh, it's an invincible scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. This is the yeah. worst. Oh, and I moved my hunter's mark to that scarecrow. All right. Um, swarm of poisonous snakes are next. I think at this point, uh. 
Aragal and the swarm of poison and the the snakes and the distended corpses, it seems like Aragal can just keep having them chase him back and forth. He, in he the deals background. with it off camera. Yeah, I think he yeah. is off <laughs> camera at this point. Um, Guys, yeah. later, I, let me tell you about all the snakes I killed. All right. <laughs> I've got uh, one uh, scarecrow left. It is going to do multi-attack on um, Broldish. Ugh, critical fail and uh, uh, that no that's not i'm not doing math on that uh and, and you know it would have been like critical tw- fail 12. and not worth it yeah and a single digit plus a modifier yeah we're not doing that all right so baba lazaga's hut is next uh it is starting to kind of um kind of recollect what's going on there's it's you know it's smoldering a little bit hey dan roll five whatever that that number is that you keep rolling low five d eight It'll take some ongoing <laughs> fire damage. Um, the uh, sass. Okay. I'm not afraid of 5d8. Eight, four, I ain't afraid of no uh, It takes 22 damage. I feel nice. differently about my uh, situation. Which is the average of 5d8 and what I should have been hitting. <laughs> and also yeah. the total of Much your better. two previous 5d8 rolls, more or less. Uh, slightly Sli- higher. Slightly higher, fact. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the kind of... Uh, fog that hangs over Barovia is slowly putting out the smoldering bits on the soggy hut. Uh, now, the, the Ring of Fire has continued to burn. That is, you haven't had to do anything to me. Uh, it's got concentration, so and it's still And you've been there concentrating? And, so the yeah, challenging I'm... thing here is that it happened to run basically directly out of the thing, away from all of you. Um, so I'm trying to think, and it doesn't want to move back into that. So five feet. 10 feet, 15, 20, 25, 30. It cannot get to all of you, um, to, which it would love to do just to stomp on you with its own multi-attack. So uh, it's going to go here. Uh, it remembers what you did, uh, Crucible. Last summer? Yeah. Crucible, the little, the little windows, or shall we say eyes of the hut, make eye slash window contact with you uh it's it's this is strange it's giant roots roots pick up the remains of another building and just lob another large piece of stonework in your direction let's see this is i'm this has got to hit you this time Oh, that's really good. That is a that's good for good for Tony's twenty nine to hit. Uh yeah, that'll probably do it. All right, I'm gonna roll the damage on this one instead of just doing the flat damage. So I'm feeling good. Uh, so r- shingles and stonework and masonry rain down upon you. Uh. For 24 bludgeoning damage, Crucible, you just got part of a house dropped on you. Well, that's not great. You feel like the Wicked Witch of the East. Mm. That did about almost half my hit points in one shot. Mm-hmm. Don't love that. Well, you might need to close with this thing so it can stop throwing stuff at us. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to step on you. That could be worse. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Uh, Lena Delita. How do you feel about okay. how do you feel about huts? Um we have one scarecrow left, right? Yep, one badly mm-hmm. injured scarecrow. Mm-hmm. 
Should I finish off the scarecrow or I'm gonna target all three of the the both the swarms and the scarecrow on my turn. That said, I've rolled like crap tonight, so I cannot <laughs> like promise that I will actually kill them. Cannon. <laughs> Let's see. One, two, three. Yeah, I feel like the hut is the most dangerous enemy that yeah, we've got going and, on right and now. And I don't want her to tank it. That can she skirmish said, it she... like in and out or something? Yeah, because you can disengage as a bonus action. Yeah, it is right at the edge of her movement. Um, But she does have a magic sword. And what does the magic sword think she should do, Tony? (laughs) Feed me. Feed the fires. The fires of justice and judgment. Regrettably, she is going to have to feed the fires of justice All right. and judgment. You get inspiration for doing that because it's a, <laughs> because in the grand canon of how I interpret inspiration, it's when you do things that are a real bad idea. Grand, I mean, I noticed. Eh, I, I need a shirt. I say words, Micah. I wouldn't recommend listening to them. <laughs> WWBD. Mm. What would Broldish do? All right, Lena charges the creeping hush, lightsaber in hand. Leaps up yep. and slashes at one of its giant root-like appendages. She does, yes, she does that. Um, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, Twenty-two. All right. It is not super hard to hit this thing, um, though it's got some natural armor. You totally hit it. Uh, it does have a zillion hit points, so roll some damage. Okay, so that's twelve radiant, followed by. Um, well, I didn't know that D&D Beyond could give you jacked dice. <laughs> Fascinating. Uh, another 12 damage. So that's 24 total? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and actually, let me see if she can disengage. I think as a bonus action for Rogues. Yeah, you can totally disengage, mm-hmm. but you, it's a question of your move speed. Well, right. I mean, if you would have moved from where you were diagonally to this square, that would have been four right. squares of movement. Yeah. And and so, yep, I can definitely do that. So I can run straight up, disengage, and then scooch back. I think I might actually be able to scooch too. What is my move speed? Probably you can't scooch further than a creeping hut will chase you down, though. Yep, but I can at least scooch back into okay. the general... Vicinity of my friends. Aha! She she slices through it, leaving a burnt yeah um, line. Crucible, you are surrounded by flies and scarecrows and your friends. Crucible like gathers himself, you know, and then he uh, you know he basically murmurs a prayer to Onatar. The sigil on his forehead glows and erupts into divine burning radiance. Each creature I can see within range, which is basically five feet, uh, that I uh, choose can uh, not the the house, not the house. It's no, it's only uh, the ones adjacent Mm -hmm. to me. So both swarms and scarecrow must make constitution saving throws. All right. Uh, Injured swarm Uh, somehow rolled a 14. Damn it, that is my save. <laughs> uh, Son of a... Oh my gosh, Tony. Other swarm. Tony and Dan need to switch. Other, yeah, sw- other, other swarm rolled a 12. Scarecrow rolled an 11. All right, well, at least the Scarecrow... And, uh. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Oh, no. Dan Morin. 
noted author, I if I can, respected can we, friend, esteemed Dungeons and Dragons elder. Can, no. they, can we just add on there? I don't know. It's a total of two. You might be able to see. I rolled two <laughs> oh. ones on D6. James Thompson, I'm coming for you. Mm. <laughs> what kind of damage was this? <laughs> that was two radiant damage to each of them. You did four damage. Does the one you missed take anything? No, that's just a cantrip. All right. Uh, you did bloody the other swarm, if it matters. Um, Yay. All right. Uh, man, this is where if we were in still 4E, I would burn an action point. But yeah. I don't have one. <laughs> I am going to use a healing word on myself, though, since that thing. I kind of miss action points. Kind of damaged me. Me yeah. too. I was really I looking them. forward to you killing some things so I could close some of the zillion stat blocks I have open here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cast a level three healing word on myself. And uh, hopefully get some hit points. Back All there. right. The swarm of insects are next. Uh, I'm going to say that one will attack Samus and one will attack Crucible. They are severely depleted in their numbers and therefore their effectiveness. Samus, seven to hit. Uh, Crucible, 17 to hit. No way. No, no, no. Wait, I, Crucible? Tony, I didn't, I didn't 21. hear My AC is 21. Okay. It was a, a seven to hit Samus. I don't think that hits. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I moved past it because I assumed it did not hit. All right. So they are trying to bite at you, but you are dancing through the swarms. Why so much, so much dancing in this adventure now? Uh, you are <laughs> weaving and dodging and uh, the swarms of Intex swatting at them. Uh, that's all they can do. Elevor, you still uh, hang out in the hollowed grounds of the ruined church, but your effect is felt everywhere as you dump lightning upon the battlefield. What shall you do next? I would like for you, well, not you, but Bilch to make a DC 14 dexterity saving throw, please. Is, is Bilch the name of the hut? Bilch. I get it. Yeah, B-L-C-H. Okay. Bobble Lazaga's Creeping Hut. All right. Bilch. Dexterity save? I got it. I got it. Thank you, Erica. Um, is Baba Lasagna's Creeping Hut like a terrible Italian restaurant? I rolled it like might Chuck be really cheese. good. <laughs> uh, I failed Creeping. spectacularly. The service is very slow, though. That's it. All right. <laughs> then we will do... Bop, bop, bop. It's the breadstick legs. <laughs> that sounds uh, delicious. It really does. I'm, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> 23 lightning damage to Bilch, please. Nice. This hut is, uh, it's not bloodied yet, but it is, I mean, you have done over. Do get bloodied? Do they get like, (laughs) I don't know, de-shingled or splintered? You have done over 100 damage to this uh, this hut. Wow. Uh, Wow. So it is, it's, yeah. It's re- I am it's, a little sad that it's not like Baba Yaga's hut because then we could make jokes about like, I know. You know fried chicken and stuff. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's just right. burning wood. Uh, Argal and the distended corpses are next. They are off having terrible band, having terrible a, band, having <laughs> having a wonderful road trip together. Uh, Samus, there is a swarm of insects in front of you that you could probably kill. Actually, yeah, there's love- there's two swarms of insects that you could probably kill, uh, but you know. Uh, how about a, oh, a 12 to hit? 12 is the armor class of a swarm of insects. Yes. Right. Samus, Samus. Roll <laughs> damage. <laughs> I can do that. Bum, bum, bum. How does 13 damage sound? 13 is enough to swat, to Samus just knocks another cloud of insects out of the air. Nom, nom, nom. Yep. And we'll move forward once again, just to be prepared. All right. Broldish, you are last in the order. 
All right. Hela, don't forsake me. Pretty please. <laughs> um, 19 to hit. That is six points of slashing damage. On halved. the Scarecrow? Yes. And six points of fire damage, because I rolled yes. a six. That nice. was important, because the slashing damage yeah. alone was not it. You slam your axe Ooh. down and just slice the Scarecrow into two sizzling halves of hay and sack. All right. Hey. Well, with my second attack, Pony and I are charging forward. Charge the horse. Yeah, you, you see that Lena has done it and you're like, oh. yeah, I like the look of that. I would like to do that, too. Yeah. With my. Um, oh, yeah. And actually, that I forgot that that uh, scarecrow was supposed to take damage on its own turn. Mm. Oh. Let's hope that happens to the hut as well. In Hala's name. That is. 26 to hit. T- totally. Yes. Yay. The hut um, tries to dodge out of the way several seconds after you chop it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, six points of slashing damage and two points of fire damage. But it uh, is now on fire, so it has to make do. a constitution save at the beginning of its next turn. Eight damage to it. Um, let's see. I put those icons for Dan's fire. Do we need a special symbol for your fire? That's what that means. I like it. I'll take it. it is All right. Fire. We have concluded yet another round of combat in this epic battle that continues to surge on in Berez and as you you all kind of turn your attention but but a paltry swarm of insects and three corpses off somewhere in a field with Argal uh, <laughs> are, are your only distractors between you and the hulking walking house when to the east there is a cackle there is laughter and you see the silhouette of an upside down giant skull swoop past uh, and and swoop down low and enter the uh, the the field of battle and peeking oh, no. up from from within that giant skull is an ancient and evil looking old woman. It is in fact uh, Baba Lazaga, the awful. Augur, the beastly battle axe, the corrupt crone, the dastardly demoness, the evil entrances, the fiendish fishwife, the gruesome granny, the heretical harpy, the inquitous ingrate, the jaded jailer, the killer Keely, the lethal lamia, the malevolent midlife, the nightmarish nursemaid, the op- obnoxious octogenarian, the putrid polymorpher, the quabbled quizzity, look it up nerds, the ruiner of ravens, the sinister sorceress who summons scarecrows, the tragic t- trickster, the unacceptable usurper, the vindictive varlet, the wrathful wicked witch of the wretched wastelands, the exiled ecarch, the yucky yob, the zoophagus zygodactyl. And she is your enemy. At the start of our next session, she will roll initiative and she will try to murder someone. How many people will murdered be murdered by Baba Lazaga, the horrible ruler of Berez? Will we ever see Argal or any of those snakes or corpses again? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. The end. Good night, you nerds. Yeah.